0: You're listening to Quick 5 with the Morgan Hill Chamber of Commerce.
1: Welcome to this edition of the Morgan Hill Chamber of Commerce's Quick 5 podcast, Five Questions with the Chamber's CEO and President. My name is Negation, and as always, it's my privilege to serve as your host. With me this afternoon in the spotlight of this podcast is business owner and proprietor of Sushi Confidential, Randy Musterer. Randy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> it's great to be here. I have to tell you, Randy, I've been really looking forward to taping this podcast as I know you truly have an amazing journey to share with our listeners. And maybe just as a little teaser of what's ahead for our listeners, let me tee up that Randy's journey covers several passions. Fisherman, clinical researcher, mentor, educator, and of course, restaurateur, extraordinaire. All of which embodies the strength of Randy's character as a community leader, a business professional, philanthropic force of nature, and stands as a shining example of a true entrepreneur with a drive to share his passion and commitment to service surrounding communities. So let's get started. Randy, can you share with our listeners a little bit about yourself, the journey that's got you here today, your business ventures, and why you've chosen Morgan Hill as one of your business locations?
2: Yeah, definitely. First off, thanks for having me here. Uh, Morgan Hill community has been a phenomenal community from even before we opened up uh, up until now. So I uh, just want to thank everyone uh, as a start. Uh, because it's, uh, I've been welcomed with uh, open arms. So it's uh, great to feel that way, especially when, you know, a restaurateur as myself, you know, invests into the uh, community and, and you know, hopes to be here for five, 10, 15, 20 plus years. Um, yeah, I mean, usually the first question uh, people ask me when they see me and knowing that I own sushi restaurants is how'd you get in the sushi? Um, and I have a somewhat of a unique story. Um, I grew up in San Diego, uh, and I worked on fishing boats from a young age. So from the age of uh, 13 to 23, I did that in a junior high, high school, uh, and then the summers in college. Uh, so basically, you know, people would come visit San Diego. They'd go to Sea World one day. Uh, they'd go ocean fishing the next. Um, and I teach people how to how to fish, and I clean their fish. Um, and one day we had uh, some sushi chefs come fishing and uh, as I was cleaning the the tune on the boat uh, they were reaching over my shoulder eating this raw tune off of the cutting board and I'm like you guys are crazy what are <laughs> you doing and they're like oh we have a sushi restaurant down the street and I'm like really and they're like if you ever have any extra fish you know feel free to bring some by and we'll we'll give you some uh, sushi so before you knew it I'm Dragging tuna to, to their local uh, sushi restaurant and trying sushi for the first time and kind of got addicted to it, fell in love with it. Uh, well, the summer ended and I went back to college. Uh, I went to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo and I had uh, roommates at the time and I said, hey, guys, we got to go get sushi. They were like, got yeah, you're crazy. We're not going to go eat sushi. So I dragged them down to a local sushi restaurant and uh, before you knew it, they loved it. And uh, But our bill was a couple hundred dollars for, for a few of us. And we knew on a college allowance that wasn't going to work. So I knew what fresh fish looked like, smelled like, tasted like. I knew where to source it, especially in uh, San Luis Obispo. You have Avala Beach, you have Morro Bay. So I started buying fresh fish and started learning how to make sushi in, in my house. And through little sushi parties, my roommates loved it. Um, Eventually graduated, moved up to the Bay Area to start my cancer research career. I did cancer research for 17 years, uh, worked at big-name companies like Genentech, uh, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca. Uh, But during that time, a couple days a week, I had my little side hustle uh, where I made sushi professionally at a local sushi restaurant a couple days a week. So as my career, cancer research career was going, couple days a week, I'm making sushi, I'm building a following, I'm learning what what customers like and don't like in sushi restaurants. Uh, They started to get in my head saying, when are you going to open up your own sushi restaurant? And, um, you know, after 10 years of making sushi on the side, I thought, you know, maybe I give it a shot. Uh, But one of the challenges with owning sushi, with owning any restaurant, you know, 50% fail in the first year, very, you know, hard work, challenging Uh, But I went for it, Uh, but prior to that, I was making sushi in my house, and all my customers had previously said, we'll follow you wherever you go, and I wasn't truly sure if they were going to follow me, and it was a big risk, so I started throwing sushi parties at my house. Um, I was going to call it underground sushi, uh, but came up with the name Sushi Confidential, because you're not supposed to do <laughs> yeah. restaurants out
1: of your house. No, I love, I love the uh, how you came up with the name
2: yeah. itself. It
1: fits perfectly.
2: Yeah. So and then, next thing you know, I'm having 30 people every night coming through my house uh, three days a week, 90 people, and I said, "Okay, I guess it's time to open up a, a restaurant." And I called it Sushi Confidential.
1: Well, that's one way to uh, prove the concept, right? Mm-hmm. Right right there in your own kitchen in your living room. Yeah. You know, it's wonderful, too. Uh, you know, for our listeners, they probably have heard me say this more times than they would want to listen to, but I am truly a believer that when passion and purpose collide, greatness happens. Yeah. And I think that's truly the case here. I right? mean, yeah. it's just wonderful to see your different career paths, starting really as a fisherman mm-hmm. and then to a clinical researcher and right. then obviously now a restaurateur, yeah. but more importantly, you turn that into a passion of education and teaching and giving back baptism well. Mm-hmm. I believe that's also one of your success factors for sure.
2: Yeah yeah Given back when I was in cancer research you know you're trying to you know test drugs develop drugs um, you know you, you learn you're not going to solve you know all the world's problems but even if a drug fails market uh, doesn't go to market it gets shelved because another company came out with a better product or uh, your drug happened to be more toxic um, and it couldn't be used in patients you were still creating a wealth of data that other scientists can use to then catapult their experiments to try to find back cure. Um, and when I retired from that and started, you know, my, my, sushi business, I was missing something and I didn't know what it was because you, you don't really go to work every day as a cancer scientist, you know, Knowing that you're, you're, you're doing all these great things, you don't even really think about it the majority of the time. But it is in you and it's with you. And then when you don't have that anymore, I realized I was missing something. And that's when I kind of turned to philanthropic endeavors, uh, leveraging the brand of Sushi Confidential to start raising money for schools and, and other organizations uh, so you know, it started off with little gift cards. Here's a forty dollars gift sure, card to sure. your, your your school gift basket for the fundraiser. To turning into you know sushi parties that you know would would be worth a couple thousand dollars. But you get two or three people in a room and some drinks and them and a live auctioneer and they're <laughs> raffling these off for five, seven, ten thousand right. dollars exactly right. and it was amazing. And I mean, I've been doing that for a lot of the Morgan Hill school districts over the past 10 years just cuz a lot of my customers right. from Campbell and San Jose lived in uh, Morgan Hill so it's kind of has come full
1: circle. Well, you know what would be fun to do, too, is, is uh, let's think about uh, another episode of the podcast down the road, because we actually share a tremendous amount of background. I mean, I don't know if you realize, but I retired as Assistant Dean for Clinical and Translation Research at same mm-hmm. working with all those clinical researchers, right. specifically in cancer. Yeah. You know, what it brings to bear, I think it's uh, important to share uh, on the podcast, is that no matter where you are in your life path, all those skills and competencies are all multiple effects on what you can do in your lifetime. Yeah. And you take that into different environments. In this case, it's a restaurant business. Right. In some cases, it may be something else. But the beauty of what you learn there is empathy, and more importantly, how to translate that to a customer. And then from that, you see deeper value in what you deliver. So I would love maybe to have another podcast, and we can talk about how you align. In this case, maybe clinical Mm -hmm. research and a restaurant business, but use those skills and competencies to really amplify the effort that you have. So that that maybe down the road we'll we'll have you back, and we'll just talk about that connection of where you were, your nonprofit. uh, support that you provide, and really what it means to your business model as well. It's yeah. something that we'll, we'll make a note of and have you back Definitely. About. Let's talk a little bit about scaling your operations. I know you have several locations, including Campbell, Shoreline right. Amphitheater, SAP Center, and now in Morgan Hill. So yes. how has your business uh, approach had to change as you've grown? I think that's really will be a helpful message for many young entrepreneurs that are already thinking about scaling the current business.
2: You know, there, there really isn't a, a class for that or people that are in restaurants, unless you already have an MBA background, you're, you're, you're tied to your restaurant. So you don't have time to go out and, and figure that out, you know, ahead of time. So a lot of times it's kind of learned by doing as you go, uh, definitely reaching out to other restaurateurs, uh, reaching out to, you know, there's obviously companies out there that can help support and help guide along the way. Um, you know, it's always important to have a great team of people. You know, I always try to hire someone better than myself, right? A lot of small business owners are afraid to do that because they don't want someone in their organization that's better than them. Uh, but that's the only way you're going to gain that experience. Um, so, you know, I went from my house to a, to a restaurant and I don't know how to run a restaurant. I just had a passion for sushi Plus, I kept my uh, cancer research job for another two years uh, while I opened up the business because you don't pay yourself, you have to pay everyone else first. Yeah. So I hired a GM uh, who had restaurant experience to manage all the day-to-day operations, hired a head chef to manage all the chefs, uh, and, and you know, just kind of did more of the marketing and just kind of the vision and allowed them to run the operation. So that you know, eventually worked um, after a couple years and and then we ended up expanding into our second location in downtown San Jose. And you, you do what you can, I work with a leadership strategic coach who kind of helps, not specifically on the restaurant side, but the scale-up side. You know, every business, doesn't matter what you do, as long as you're growing, you need to learn how to scale up and you have to reach out to industry experts in certain situations. So. Having someone to kind of provide that foundation and that backbone of a model we can follow and reach out to other resources mm-hmm. as necessary, um, that's kind of the, the only thing yeah. I feel that, that you can do yeah. uh, you know, to make it work. But it's a lot of, you know, you have your highs and you have your lows and you just have to fight through those lows, yeah. um, you know, just in, in every daily. Yeah. Well, I really
1: appreciate you sharing that. I think, you know, one of the walkaways from this, I think, for our listeners is that, you know, one person by themselves can do great things, but when you pull in other individuals that have different levels of expertise that can help stretch you, mm-hmm. then you obviously you, 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 you double your efforts. Right. So that, it's that coalition that you build and a very personal connection that allows you not only to understand your business well, it is it's to really... Push your business even further based on the skill sets they bring to the table. So collaboration in any in any industry, especially the restaurant industry, is essential. Yeah, right? and you have to have the courage and the willingness to reach out uh, yeah. for areas that you know you're just not quite up to speed with. But with a little coaching and education, you can quickly get there. Yeah, right? for sure. I'm going to shift the gears just a little bit. We're going to look forward. You know, where do you see your business heading in the next few years? I and mean, you have a lot on the plate, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I also know uh, you to be a very strategic thinker and you're very disciplined. And just based on the multiple locations you, you have today, you're always thinking ahead. So I maybe mean, if you can kind of share with, uh, with the audience where you think you're going right now and really what it means to actually get to that level. Yeah.
2: yeah. But, you know, the... Even before I owned a sushi restaurant, I remember going down to San Luis Obispo with a friend of mine after we had graduated, and I looked at a corner building there, and I said, "Man, I one day I'd love to have a sushi restaurant kind of positioned on a corner like this, in a you know high volume, uh, you know fun downtown location." Uh, so that that passion and that dream and that vision has always been there, uh, but you know, kind of at first it was this mom and pop feel as was kind of you know, me just working in one location knowing every customer that walked in being able to see from the front of the house to the back of the house uh, but after we opened up our Campbell location and realizing you know, wow we're having three four hundred people come in every day I can't even keep track of you know how many people are coming in uh you know, and and realizing that we did kind of, we hit the mark on what customers were looking for in a sushi restaurant. You know, we weren't that traditional sushi restaurant where it could be, you know, lack of personality, just a dry environment, yes. no music, right. no TVs, you know, just, just kind of, you know, serving great food, but it kind of stopped there. So being able to blend, you know, this fun entertainment into the sushi brand um, is when I realized okay, now my vision isn't the small mom and pop that I thought I was going to have because I don't even have that. I already jumped ahead of that. So now, you know, working again with my, my uh, leadership and strategic coach, you know, our goal was to want to do 10 to 15 within the Bay Area. Yeah, know, I and, know. You know. Certain restauranteurs have different concepts, sure. so they'll have five restaurants on one block, you know, I don't even really want to own a restaurant, but I love sushi so much, and I feel like there was such a empty space for what the customers wanted. In order to push that out to the community, I needed to do it through kind of a restaurant as a vehicle. So yeah, I'm I'm hoping in every major downtown community, from you know Morgan Hill to San Francisco to Pleasanton, you know, is, is the vision.
1: Well, it's just great to hear too, but it also shows that your commitment and passion to continue to elevate yourself personally, which then obviously elevates your business as well. And you're right, having those long-range goals is important, especially from a business model perspective, Mm -hmm. because the last thing you want to do is become status quo or stagnant, right? You want to continue to reinvent yourself, and I want to give you credit for that because that takes a, a huge amount of courage to step over that line, especially when you have a model that's working for yourself, right? And right. here you stretch, you continue to mm-hmm. stretch yourself, and that's a skill set that uh, can be developed. But sometimes this is an eight and passion of someone that really just wants to continue what they're doing, and they want to spread the wealth. And right. So it's just great to hear, and I appreciate you sharing that story with yeah. the audience. You know we're we're winding down to the last couple of questions. I, I just maybe ask you if you can highlight for our listeners just one of the areas the chamber of commerce has assisted celebrating your efforts in accelerating business growth potential.
2: Well, there's a number of areas. I'll start with the most dramatic one. Uh, we had, uh, you know, when we first opened up, obviously a lot of people were waiting for us to come in, uh, and so we were doing reservation only, and you know, we were filling up all these you know specific time slots. And I reached out to the chamber and I said, "Hey, you know, we extended our hours a little bit, and we have some openings. Can, can you put this on your social media and you know, put my name, my phone number? I'll you know, have a couple people text me. And luckily, they said maybe we shouldn't put your personal phone number on there because <laughs> <you're, laughs> this, this could idea. be bad. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, I, I got like eight, eight slots to fill up.' Yeah. So they posted it, and oh my God, the email I got. 50 to 75 emails within like 15 minutes and I called back, stop, stop, delete. (laughs) Get it off your social media. (laughs) I can't even reply back to all these people. So, I mean, that just showed the power of the chamber and their outreach to the community here. Um, But prior to that, I saw a lot of uh, input and guidance and support working with the city. So the chamber, you know, they're, they're kind of, you know, they're, they're the business advocate. So kind of when you're first coming in, hey, how can we help you here? Are the individuals you need to talk with, with the city, if you can't get through to someone, you know, come back to us, let us know. So, um, you know, I see the chamber and especially Morgan Hill, very instrumental in the beginning parts of, you know, the build out and helping me navigate through, you know, some of the, the, the city, um, requirements. But then on the other side, hey, now I'm ready to open, let's communicate this to the community, and, and it shot out there really quick. So. That's
1: great to hear. I mean, we're humbled by uh, all of our members, including obviously Sushi Confidential, and, and you know, one of our biggest roles is to be able to kind of connect those relationships to align uh, Uh, the business functions within the city of here at morgan hill and more importantly just to help promote the business right Uh, so i I appreciate hearing that it tells us that we're 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 doing our job well and we're going to continue that but but it's important for the community as a whole to understand that our relationships are very personal. Mm -hmm. Uh, And as members come on board for the chamber, we do take very active interest because we want all of our business members to be successful. And certainly Sushi Confidential is one example of that. So thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Now the the last question, and I I keep uh, kidding our our guests, it may be the hardest question, but, but Actually, it's turning out is, is turning out to be the easiest question. But if I would ask you to describe just in one or two words uh, what you hope all of your customers would say after they visit your restaurant, what adjective would you use and why?
2: Yeah, um, you know, if, if you're comparing us specifically to other sushi restaurants, um, I would definitely say unique. Um, we're unique in a number of different facets. You know, the minute you well, one probably the name of the restaurant. <laughs> Um, a lot of people forget their favorite sushi restaurant because they don't remember the name. So the number one goal is, hey, remember where you ate <laughs> or, or where <laughs> you your favorite restaurant right. is. Uh, but, you know, from the decor to the styles of food, uh, we have a very wide range of uh, menu items. Uh, we know that you know, not everyone likes sushi. Uh, so having cooked items such as you know beef and teriyaki chicken... Uh, we know kids are getting uh, very involved now into eating sushi, and uh, you know when they take the training wheels off, they're having real sushi rolls. But uh, you know, having creative dishes for them, we uh, take a corn dog and we cut it up into thin slices, and so then it's round with you know you have the bread on the outside and the hot dog mm-hmm. on the inside, so it looks like a sushi roll, and then we squirt mustard and ketchup in a squiggly line. Um, so yeah, you know we're unique in the sense that we provide a great environment, uh, allow people to order all different types of food. Uh, we do a lot of uh, corporate team building events where we teach uh, people within companies how to make sushi, uh, and uh, and you know we're open late, you know till midnight on weekends. Uh, we don't close during the day, uh, so it's a it's a very dynamic environment
1: that we're creating. Well, I think that's a great adjective to use, unique, and I, I have to tell our listeners that if you have not had a chance to visit Sushi Confidential, you need to do so. Uh, unique is only one word that, that we would use here to describe uh, the, the food as well as the, the environment that you provide to our town, and we're very privileged to have you in detail for sure. Appreciate it. It's great to be here. You know, and Randy, there, there are a lot of definitions of a, an effective business leader, and and for me, uh, the essence of the term boils down to someone that aligns their passion and purpose in the creation of their business, embodies humility and authenticity to every customer exchange you have, surrounds themselves with like minded and talented coworkers that will stretch themselves, and really has the courage to explore new and unknown territory that elevates their business to higher standards. And your journey certainly exemplifies these principles, and I know Sushi Confidential will continue to build upon your successes today, so thank you for your time today. Thank you, I appreciate it. I would also like to thank our listeners for joining the Morgan Hill Chamber of Commerce's Quick Five Podcast, and stay tuned for the next in our series, spotlighting businesses and nonprofits proudly serving Morgan Hill and our neighboring communities. On behalf of myself and Kylie, our show's producer, and our entire Chamber of Commerce's team, have a wonderful day. We hope to see you in and around the greatest city in the Bay Area, Morgan Hill.
0: Sushi Confidential was born out of a passion for sushi and for feeding friends and family. Twelve years after opening his first restaurant in downtown Campbell, Randy has expanded into downtown San Jose, Shoreline Amphitheater, the SAP Center, and most recently, downtown Morgan Hill. Morgan Hills downtown location, located at 17340 Monterey Road, delivers on service, ambiance, and most importantly, flavor. At Sushi Confidential, Randy aims to give you more than just a meal. He wants you to have an experience. You can also take the experience with you to your next corporate or private event. Sushi Confidential offers full catering, in-home experiences with a private sushi chef, as well as sushi-making classes for a fun and tasty way of team-building. Randy's passion for sushi has given him the opportunity to support another passion of his, philanthropy. Through auctioning and donating sushi classes, giving away gift cards, and hosting charity events, Randy and his Sushi Confidential team have raised nearly $500,000 for Bay Area schools and nonprofits, big and small, giving back to the community that has helped him thrive. Randy and his team have created a dining experience you won't want to miss, so stop in today and try some of their delicious menu items. Their Morgan Hill location is open Sunday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., Monday through Thursday, 11.30 a.m. to 9 p.m., Friday, 11.30 a.m. to 11.30 p.m., and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 11.30 p.m. You can visit their website, SushiConfidential.com, for a look at their full menu, as well as more information on their catering options, sushi classes, and philanthropic endeavors. Thanks for listening to Quick Five with the Morgan Hill Chamber of Commerce.